Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children, 18 years or older. But are they children? If they're over... 18? If they're over... Welcome to Two Guys in a Car with a CD Book. I'm Gene. Gil is here currently. Well, of course he is, because this is his car. And I'm what? sitting right here. Right? Well, I mean, well... You could be sitting right here. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> yeah. It's play, my birthday. Play your cards right there. <laughs> I don't know how to play poker. It's Pride Month. <laughs> Goldfish? Yeah, or is it Goldfish? It's Pride Month. So support, we support our pride. We're showing our pride right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Two Guys in a Car with a CD book. Dale, who always has a CD book, is going to flip through it. That might give you a hint on what we're going to play. Maybe, is that? Is it? Did that sound a little hip-hop-ish? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Country rock? You know what probably gave him a hint? Is that they clicked this episode and it has the title of what we're listening yeah, to. Yeah, probably. Guess what? Well, there ain't no horse in my backseat. Well, there's just, there's no, like, we don't tell what album. We just tell, well, sometimes we do. I, I'm, I don't know. I just make stuff up. So sometimes I put the album, sometimes I don't. Yeah. This one I will It's won't. a mystery. This one I'll just put the artist. Yeah. But, uh, Good yeah. Good one. Good call. Go ahead and uh, hit play there for this opening track to a ludicrous album. Warning. This album contains ludicrous material. But rental discretion is advised. So kids, cover your ears and close your eyes. Otherwise, you're about to witness Luna! Luna! Ah, this is Release Therapy. Came out, and me. Came out in 2006. Nice. I was graduating high school. I just got kicked out of high school. <laughs> yeah, I did not kidding. 06, yeah. Stay in school. You were yeah, six. Please. Oh, so 06. I was at six. Hey, you were in high school at six? No wonder they kicked you out. Yeah. So smart. Yeah, genius. Eight plus eight is seventeen. Well, every time. <laughs> yeah, the release therapy. I got this album the day it dropped. This comes out of my CD book, and it's edited because I got it from Walmart. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like excessive use of the N word. It just grinds my gears. You know, it really gets me heated, and especially my rap songs. I like them edited. I just the lyrics don't need it, so. You know, it's okay if there's a little, <laughs> little air gap or whatever. Yeah, a little because, you know, you're not going to be able to tell on a rap album, really. No. Most of the time, they'll actually not even do that. They'll switch the word. Yeah. So it'll continue on and you won't know it. Now, right. if you have a heavy metal album or a rock album that's uh, not uncensored or got the, whatever like, it's called. Like, some System of a Down ones that are censored. Yeah, and, and they will be, they'll have a block. Yeah. Like, it'll be like an empty space. Rap music... When they come to the time, they either switch the word or you just can't really even tell yeah, the difference. Yeah, and the beat goes on. Yeah, you you don't tell. lose the flow or anything. That's what I love about it. Yeah, and uh, I had heard Moneymaker on the radio. And I, this is 06, so I was 18, graduated high school. And Did this come out early 06 or late 06? Uh, it was like know? September. Oh, yeah, so I had already been out of school. I didn't get, you know, I was out in June. 
and I was going to the club three times a week with my boy Andre. Three thousand. Yeah, my boy Andre. We were going to the club three days a week, going to college night, going out on Saturdays, and uh, Sean was the one that like introduced me to a bunch of current rap at that time. I had heard old hip hop, you know, and I'd even heard old Ludacris. Um, what's what's that one where they're freaky? What what's your fantasy? Yeah, what's your yeah, I, yeah. see that is my album. Uh, back for the first time, you know. Southern Hospitality was the very first music video I ever seen from him. And I fucking just, I fell in love with that shit. I love, I love the way he just comes off with his damn rhymes and the way he just presents himself. Yeah, his, I love it. His writing's great, but it's his delivery, too. That's it. Know? That's what I was trying to face. Yeah. The, uh, delivery. The delivery's great. That's what got me on release therapy because we were going to the club all the time and Moneymaker was out and... Me and Sean always used to come up with dances to songs, so we looked cool on the dance floor and got girls' attention. Yeah. I say Sean, because I meant Andre. Andre? Yeah. And, Wait, uh, 2000? Yeah. <laughs> One and a half. <laughs> I'm not trying to get sued here. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, get it together. <laughs> We're a professional podcast program, okay? Yeah. None of that bur- oh. Manners. Yeah, manners. Do you smell it? What I have for lunch? <laughs> it sounds like pimento cheese in here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Moneymaker, and I was like, man, he's got a new album coming out, Release Therapy. I want to hear it. Also, at the time, I was delivering newspapers at night because I was out of school. So, like, I got up at three. Listen to this, dude. Listen to how overworked I was. How lame. This is Young Jeezy on this track right here. Yeah. The snowman. I saw him at uh, Super Jams one time. I got suspended for wearing the damn snowman shirt at school. It's just no. a snowman with angry eyebrows. Yeah, but they were like, "Oh, that's that's a sign for cocaine and shit like that. You can't wear that." <laughs> damn. I was like, "I'm not taking it off." They're like, well, "Then leave." I was like, "I'm gone." Yeah, we had. Uh, I'll get back to going out to the club and this album and all that, but in high school. Uh, this was 05, so before it turned to the year 2006 in January, you know. So it was fall semester of 05, my uh, cousin was in ROTC, and they used to go to the Greensboro Coliseum and do the parking for Super Jams. And if you volunteered to do the parking, you know, direct people where to park, they let you into the event free most of the time if there were seats. Get out of here. For real. That ain't bad. That's just deal. So I went with her. I wasn't in her ROTC at all. She was at a completely different school. We stood out there in the parking lot and parked everybody. And about, you know, 35, 40 minutes after the event started, they took us through this, like, back door and up some stairs, and boom, we were in, dude. We were in the nosebleeds, but it was free. And it was uh, Super Jams, and they had T.I., they had Little John. Young Jeezy, dude, Sierra. Ooh, man, she came out and did her hits. And then in 05, they all had banger tracks. You know, they were all the top artists at the time. And that shit, that was my first rap concert that I'd ever been to. And uh, blew my fucking mind, man. See, I seen uh, Three Six Mafia, Ziggy. For real? Yeah. I uh, see. I'd never even heard of them until they were featured on this album. Oh, dang. See, I did. Last Field Mob. Three yeah, Six that was Mafia Field Mob. No, no, no. no. 
see. Rap was my, that was my first love. All right, guys. Before I was in heavy metal, hardcore rock music, dude, I had beats, man. I was beat fever. Were you making your own beats? God, well, <laughs> in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> On your belly? Yeah. With the washcloth? Well, I was going to say, <laughs> burr. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but I loved it, dude. I loved rap music, dude. Like I said, growing up, you know, I'm a little younger than you. So when I first really got into it, it was... Uh, like Nelly Country Grammar. Ah, oh, I fucking hate Country Grammar. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. I was in eighth grade, I think, when it's getting hot in here, it came out. And I was like, see, oh. I liked it. No, see, that's not even on that album. So, ha! Really? Joke's on you. That's how it was. No, that's on the second album. Oh. Well, Country Grammar is the one where uh, like, Country Grammar. Yeah, yeah, uh oh. Yeah, I hate that one too. But see, I liked it back then. I listened to it about a year ago, and I was like, God, I was actually into this album. Yeah, yeah it sucked. I bet you were the type that was like, North Carolina, come on, hey, Petey Pablo, that's <laughs> my dog. Yeah, I loved that one song. Yeah, he, he put us Winston. on the map. Yeah. yeah, he put North Carolina on the map for like a whole. Only summer. good song he had though. I bought the album. That album sucks. And he comes like to the Panther Stadium just to do that song. Yeah. Or like uh, when sh- the Hornets also are doing well. Yeah. This is the title. If you can hear it, it's the title track, the first single that was released off of Release Therapy. This is Shake Your Money Maker featuring Pharrell. No. Yeah, that's Pharrell. No. It is Pharrell, but it was with his group, the Neptunes. But it's just Pharrell. Get it together. Get it together, man. Listen. You know I got it if you want to come get it. Stand next to this money like Hey, hey, hey. You know I got it if you want to come get it. Stand next to this money like Bop, bop, bop. Switch, switch, switch from right to left, then switch it till you're running right out of breath, then see, see, I really didn't even get into this album until way later. Like I said, like I was in back for the first time and then word of mouth, because you had Saturday on it. Dude, I, I said, dude, my whole childhood basically was watching music videos. Yeah. So BG. Saturday would come on. Oh, dude. I was uh, all over it. 106 in Park. Yeah. Right after school, dude. That was my shit. I used to watch the BET. That was current. Yeah, I used to watch the BET Awards, and I used to uh, watch In Living Color. They would play the reruns of it, like at 11 at night. They would. And uh, to watch Jim Carrey on In Living Color and Damon Wayans and all those guys. Say, like, growing up, like I said, dude, when it came to my beats, it was always for me. And still to this day, I still listen to it. Early 3-6 Mafia, Bone Thugs in Harmony, Wu-Tang. Yeah. Wu-Tang is my jam. I got some Wu-Tang in the CD books. Woo! I used to listen to Mystical a lot. Oh, yeah, Tarantula was a great album. Yeah, Holy I, crap. Uh, of course, Snoop Dogg and... Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some other... I liked Little Flip. said I liked Jeezy a lot back in the day. Yeah, he didn't do nothing Bob Deep, Bob Deep. I don't know anything Jeezy's done recently, but I, I know I was all over the snowman. And then the Carter 3, I think, came out like a year after this, around the same time. And yeah, lollipop. Was, yeah, and yeah. I was all over that too. But see, I like Lil Wayne years, 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 years before that even came out, dude. He was in a, a like a, if you want to say it's like a boy group kind of. Really? But uh, yeah, it's called 500 Degrees. It had, um, it was like Lil Wayne when he first came out. I know it had uh, Birdman, and then uh, damn, what's his fucking name? Oh. 
Juvenile and stuff like that, dude. Like that was cool rap. I liked it. You know, it's kind of one of my first introductions to hip hop was the thong song. Oh, Cisco. Yeah, by Cisco. Well, and- technically. Drew Hill. Well, you just found that I out. did last week. No clue that Drew Hill is Cisco and Cisco is Drew Hill. Yeah. Finkel is Ihorn. Yeah. Ihorn is Finkel. Yeah. Just reinvented Blue himself and it worked. It's crazy. And it's crazy because like uh, Wild Wild West or Will Smith. Yeah. It, Will Smith and Drew Hill did the song for Wild Wild West. And so then bitch. And then like a month later, the thong song came out. Damn! It was like that quick, you know? That music video was fat as shit, though. Which one? Uh, Thong Song. Well, I was going to say, Wild Wild West was cool, That was too. a cool one, too. I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Uh, well, it got bad ratings, but I like it. What, Selma Hayek? Yeah. 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 That whole one scene or whatever, when she's in the pajamas, she yeah. turned around and her ass is And they're both like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look like gunslingers and bank robbing trains. Yeah, but with modern technology yeah, I, somehow. I know. Robots? Yeah. What? Made with a steam engine. Yeah. I just always like that one part where what's his face? I can't think of his name. Uh, Kevin Klein. Yeah. And he's on that damn bicycle or whatever. Aaron Gordon. <laughs> Aaron Gordon. <laughs> That's just so funny. That's just so funny. If you haven't seen Wild Wild West, go seek it out. It's a so must. 90s. That's I think that's like 99, 98. Is where I would, that's where I would put it. I know I was at the movie theater watching it. And watched it multiple times. That part where Will Smith dresses up as the gypsy and is doing the that belly dance. That funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the flame titties. He's like, don't. 1999. Nailed it. Nailed it. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Damn. But anyway, I was going to a club three times a week. And Moneymaker came on. And we had our own dance to get the ladies' attention. And we didn't even drink back then. I think Andre might have, but. If I did, it was like in the car on the way because I wasn't 21. Yeah. And uh, can man, I get a Sparks, please? Oh, dude, I had monster yeah. Sparks, and I got four locos and blackout in an hour after drinking three of them. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, dude. Like, like a lot of people won't even know about original four locos and uh, juice. Yeah. When those first came out, you could barely finish two damn cans Dude, and be wasted. 06 was definitely Spark slash Four Loco year. <laughs> yeah, good night, dude. Yeah. See, that was me when I was 14. That's under, well, damn. Yeah, I was 18. I was still underage drinking, so I'm a lawbreaker. But, you know, in other countries, you can drink at 13. Yeah, in you po- can. In Poland and Bulgaria, 13, 14, you can drink. Some countries, you can drive on the other side of the road. What? Wow! What are they thinking? I don't know what I'm doing. Steering wheels on the left side of the car. Get out of here! They use the metric system, or do Whoa. we use the metric system? Do we? I don't know. I still count on my fingers <laughs> and my toes and your toes. Yeah. I still draw it on paper. Yeah. And because we were going to the club so much, I got introduced to a lot of the new rap songs coming out, and knew all the dances like Soldier Boy. Tell them. I was on it, dude. See, that shit sucks. I could crank that soldier boy. Man, he couldn't even crank it. Fat Joe, lean with it, rock with it. See, I was on there it. you go, Fat Joe, you know. That shit was cool. Him and Ashanti had a nice little oh, run there for yeah. a while. Ja Rule, baby. Like, that was my shit back in the day, dude, being that young. That was, like I said, that was before my, my intro to rock. My dad heard me listen to that shit. 
He's like, turn that shit off! I didn't even... And that was it, and really? you turn that shit off? <laughs> <laughs> no, I turned it back up! Yeah. And all the batteries died. Get out of my room, Dad! Jeez! Jeez, go pay some bills! <laughs> we love you, Papa Bear. Just yeah. This is all just jokes. Don't need to go get all sensitive. <laughs> and, uh... So this is what my typical week was, which is dumb as fuck, but you can do it when you're 18, 19 years old, I guess. I couldn't do it now. But I was a newspaper delivery boy. I worked seven days a week. I had to be at the place to pick up my newspapers at 3 a.m. And I had, to, I had, I think, I don't know, 250 houses I had to deliver to. So I had about 255 papers, always had extras. That way, you know, if one got wet or if I ripped one or whatever, I, I had backup so I didn't have to go back to the hub. So I would go to the club three nights a week from about 10 o'clock to 2 in the morning. Just go straight from the club to the place where I got my newspapers. Got all my newspapers, rolled them, packaged them, delivered them. By, I got done around 6 a.m. Then... I'd go home and maybe sleep for like two hours, and then I would go install windows. Sounds very boring. Dude. I don't know. You're pretty busy. Shit. Not boring. I was overworked, man. I was fucking beat. Installing the windows outside on the side of the house after smashing three sparks. (laughs) Oh, it's so hot. Going out dancing all night, you know? (laughs) I don't even know when I fucking took a break. See, I never went to the club. Man. I've never been to a club what? except for rock shows. That like was my it. brother, dude. So like, where we grew up, there was a place called Shabooms. Mm-hmm. And it was like a teenage club or whatever. You know, they had like little balloons or phone parties and shit oh, like yeah. that. And he'd go all the time. And he'd always try to get me to go. And I was like, I ain't going to that loser stuff. <laughs> I'm going to go over and sit in my room and wish I would have went. Yeah. <laughs> Just why, wondering why I can't say yes yeah, to Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a yes man. No, you gotta be there. I, and we did that one time. We went to, uh, there was a club in Burlington called Club Kryptonite. They had a really big Club Kryptonite down at Myrtle Beach, and that was the first club I'd ever went to. Um, it was 2006, but it was in the spring before I had graduated, and I turned 18. And we went to Myrtle Beach for spring break. And we went to Club Kryptonite. It was the first time I'd been to a club, and mine was blown. And I was like, damn, when we go back home, dude, we got to do this more often. He was like, yeah, man, we'll do it. That's when it started turning into three nights a week. And uh, anyway, there was a Club Kryptonite in Burlington, and they were doing a phone party. And Andre was like, dude, we got to go to this phone party. It's going to be awesome. We went. It was the worst fucking club night ever, (laughs) dude. Ever. Why was it so bad? Dude, there was like... Ton of just rednecks missing teeth, which ain't got nothing wrong with rednecks, but it wasn't the type of club experience I was used to. There was pregnant women in there drinking. Whoa. Yeah. And this was back when they allowed smoking in the club, so everyone was just lighting up in there, and it smelled like straight (laughs) cigarettes. The foam only came up to, like, your knees. Oh. And it just made you soaking wet. So it was like... Not comfortable at all. Dude. Why did I have to wear my best suit? And the guy to girl ratio is outrageous. <laughs> what is it, the sausage fest? Yeah, 99? Because you expect, you know, 
phone party on the flyers. They show you girls in bikinis and foam everywhere. When you every... get there, they're all fat. Yeah, and pregnant. Yeah, well, they were pregnant and drinking. I was like, what? I can't go up to a pregnant lady and be like, you want to grind that baby on my... You know? I'll be that baby's baby. Yeah, I was like, shit. And I still wasn't even old enough to drink, so it's not like we could drink while we were in there to make it any better. So well, see, like, how I would do it is I would get people to go buy me drinks, and then I would go sit in a corner and just chug it real fast. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't do drugs or anything, so it was like sober just in Burlington, a place I'd never been. And when we went, we left early. That's how bad it was. We were like, we got to get out of here. It was like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And we drove 35 minutes to get there anyway. And as we were leaving, dude, there was these dudes rolling up in the parking lot with guns hanging out of their uh, their shirts tucked in. You could see the guns on their hips, dude. Whoa. And Andre was like, we got to get out of here, dude. I'm, I've been real sketchy vibe, and we bolted. And my little... Bumbo. <laughs> no, we were out, dude. My little Suzuki Vitara. We were, and it was died. the worst part is my car was red. So I was like, damn, they always gonna think we're gang affiliated, you know? <laughs> that's why my car is orange and black. Yeah, that's nothing but Halloween. That's it. It's a Halloween mobile. Yeah, lucky. I mean, I guess I only have like really one club experience, kind of. There was a place that I used to go to for hardcore shows, and uh, it was called. West Market Music Hall. Okay. Half of it was for hardcore shows, and the other half was for like Latinos or whatever. They do their club shit. So I went to a show one day. It was like on a Saturday or Sunday, but the show ended at like nine o'clock. And then I'm like walking through, and it's all these damn Latinos, man, and a full get up and everything. And I'm a little drunk already or whatever, so I start dancing with these damn girls. I end up getting my ass beat by like damn. seven of them. Damn. I was like, I don't like clubs, man. Dude, we went a lot. We dodged a lot of bad situations, man. We've seen a lot of people get like jumped. Herpes, crabs, yeah, syphilis. All, all that. Luckily. Dodge them. See that shit coming a mile away? I've seen, like, chicks and dudes fucking in the club. I've seen people get jumped. Lots of fucking fights. Me and Andre were leaving downtown one night from this club called Inferno. It's not open anymore. I remember it, though. And this dude was getting stomped in the parking deck, dude, by, like, five guys. And we just we had to mind our own business and just go. And we didn't want to be next. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that was, like, when I was going to, like, Green Street Club for yeah. my shows or whatever. And yeah. then you go right down the road and you had, well, you had Inferno and then you had Heaven and Hell. Right. That was the rooftop club. Yeah. We went there, like, twice. And we used to go to the Inn Club a lot, which is now Cone Denim. Yeah. So the, the in club is where we started going a lot, and then Inferno opened up, and it, that was the place to be. We used to go to Arizona Pete's, which we'd get there really early, and they would be doing line dance classes. And Damn. then yeah, and then as soon as fucking eleven o'clock hit, it was college night, hip hop, rap, R and B, top twenty-five. And still the same rednecks with no teeth are there. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Once the college night kicked in, that was. Some, Fine hunters. And you know, I'm a Caucasian male, but I have some really funky dance moves. Yeah, like the helicopter and the windmill <laughs> and like I said, I used to be sprinkler. able to I used to be able to heel toe. I used to be able to crip walk. Ha! 
Yeah. Can we say that on the air? Ah, uh, well, I said it. You know, spray me. Sorry. With your I got excited. I got excited. I can lean with it, rock with it. Me and Sean used to have his dance routine. I mean, Andre used to have his dance routine <laughs> that we would do, and uh, people are always caught off guard because it, you know, white people can't dance. A lot of them around here. Uh, yeah. There was like only one other guy that we would run into at the club because we went so frequent. We all we became we we were all regulars. There's like a whole group of us that yeah, were regulars. There's only like three white people there. Yeah, I mean, like, every, like <laughs> hey, the, other white guy. Yeah. And uh, he couldn't dance though. And so like Sean would be tearing it up in the middle of the floor. You know, it'd be a circle around him. And then I'd walk in and pretend to like break it up. And be like, nah. And then drop I'd start like dancing, and, like and, and Andre would hold my shirt like he was my pup, like the puppet master, and I was the puppet. He would hold, and then he'd cut the string, and I'd just go off on my own. And then he woke up. No, no <laughs> it was man. all a dream. It was legit. We used to do it like crazy. It was nice. But then, see, we went, we did it differently. I was in a hardcore dancing. Yeah, <laughs> you were in the pit. I was in the pit. You know, yeah, I had people surrounding me, but I also had elbows. And fist to dodge. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is one of my favorites, dude. Popping like horrible red and marker. The way you move, once you started, nothing could ever stop you. I'm sweeter than Betty Crocker, and I'm ready to belly flop you. But for now, I'm forever That's what's funny also about editing CDs too from Walmart. You'll get some where like the word is asshole, yeah. but they won't say hole, but they'll say ass. Yeah. What? I'm gonna lick your ass. Like, come on, man. <laughs> just say hole. It don't make no sense. Yeah. And, and it's weird, like. Like I said, they bleep the word breast. Yeah. That's the scientific term for you boobies. You could have been talking about a chicken breast. Yeah. I'm going to eat some chicken. Oh, can you say it? Can you say it? Walmart.com. Bottles and roll. <laughs> oh, but when I deliver newspapers, though, and I bought this album, this is what I listened to all night long. That would have been cool. On repeat. Because, well, I had in my car, I didn't have a CD player. I had the old cassette tape. That you put, uh, yeah, yeah, you would put, you would hook it up to your CD player like the little the portable. Yeah, well, I had a Walkman. Yeah, Walkman. But this Walkman I had wasn't the anti-skip Walkman. Oh, that's so. I had to like balance it between like papers and make sure it didn't bounce or anything. And I put the cassette in and ran the aux cord to the CD, and I just left this on repeat. And uh, I learned every word from every track and every fucking thing. Man, I loved it. I was doing it all the time. I still do. Yeah. I said I love my beats. I said I love my hardcore shit, my metal, but beats are here forever, you know? That's Bobby Valentino, if you didn't know. Yeah. He's a big R&B singer. I don't know if he's still doing stuff, but... I don't know. I haven't heard about him in a long time. Gotta get out of bottles and Chloe Louie and Gucci. Atlanta had a lot of good rappers, man. Oh, dude. Like I said, Outcast. dude. Outcast. That's like, that's like, anytime I ever think about anything rap related, I always go to Outcast. Stinknonian. Oh, yeah, man. That whole album, dude. Sorry, Miss Jackson was one of the like, first hip hop videos I remember seeing. See, mine was. Uh, house and yeah. Everything. 
And have those, like the dogs going with the beat yeah. and shit. But see, mine would be a V. You know, bombs over Baghdad. Bombs over. Ah, I just remember him running and shit. I want people running behind him, man. That's hundreds of thousands of fucking grand, dude. dude. I don't know why him and Big Boy aren't doing shit now. They I could... think they are though. I think I, I think they're actually gonna come back out with another album. Really? I, I don't know. Hundred percent on that. When they did those two separate ones, you know, and uh, I think Big Boy's was Roses or something like no, that. No, see, that was uh, Andre. Andre did Roses. Yeah. And then Big Boy had his on though. But see, even in Roses, that, that's the where song hey, Roses, the song Roses has Big Boy in it also. Really? Yeah. I don't know why they did that, but I liked Andre's better. I don't know how to say that. Always. So I like Big Boy, but man, something about him, dude. Wow. He helped start fucking Run the Jewels, and that shit is awesome. Who did? Big Boy. No, that was Killer Mike. They're both... Killer Mike is in it. But Big Boy helped start them. Really? Yeah. yeah Big, I didn't know that. Yeah, Big Boy's the one that introduced uh, Killer Mike to the other guy in Run the Jewels. I forgot his name. He's, he's, he's from New York. Um, well, actually, yeah, they're not active no more. And wow. Killer Mike's from Atlanta. That sucks. And Big Boy introduced Killer Mike and the other guy. we got to skip this one. This is the one with R. Kelly. Yeah, we don't play that shit. No, that ain't cool, man. I'm not cool with it no more. Oh, this is my second favorite track off this album. What is the ninth track? Oh, <laughs> always what they seem are cracked up to be Like all these faking ass rappers in this industry Talking about what they got and ain't got a damn thing How do you own three cars but you don't own your own name? Get your business right, boy, the first class is in session Get an entertainment lawyer in the music profession Start up your own company Trademark the name that's gonna run you by the grant So start saving your change Fake account quick and then follow these steps Sign yourself to yourself And start signing your own checks At the speed you need Whatever get your juices flowing Could be speed or weed Get it mixed and mastered Pressed up and plastered right Tell it to your whole hood Out the trunk you bastard Show all you can the non-believers What you destined to be and But they bleep out weed You could be rich like me Yeah why Walmart. would you Why would you bleep out weed but you can say speed. Yeah. Speed's a worse drug. Speed's a real... Yeah, that's the name of the drug. Yeah. Jeez. You can't say weed. Man. That's some bullshit. We'll say it. Yeah, well, that's why I was rapping along, so you could get the unedited version since I know it. So, Ludacris featuring Gene Porter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Gene Porter here rapping to some Ludacris for your ears. Ah. Dude, I didn't say this at all because we went off on this episode. We did. Yeah. We got we, excited. We had a lot to talk about. That's why we have a wide variety of CDs in our CD book. Yep. Because we listen to everything. Everything. There's country coming. Oh, yeah. There's classical coming. Oh. There's Nickelback coming. Better than Papa Roach. I'm coming. Whoa! Hello. Hey, hey, Whoa, it's hey. my car! I'm the only one that can come in my car! Well, okay, I'll let you come all over the place. You can hit us up on the socials at Unhinged Pierce on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I would love to hear from you. You can reach my boy. What's your name? Dale! Yeah, it's me, Wolfex Spiker on Instagram, and that's the only place you can reach me. So reach me there, please! He's unaccessible on any of the others. He hasn't been allowed back on Facebook since he told that Trump supporter to shove his head up an ostrich ass and yeah. bury himself in the sand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty creative, I thought. That was pretty nice. <laughs> I thought it had a good twang to it, but nope, pissed a lot of people off. 
You've been listening to Two Guys in a Car with a CD book. We'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message here on Anchor, or you can reach out to us through the socials. Also, go back and listen to some of our older episodes if you haven't. They're just as good as this one. We're coming back with a new episode next Wednesday, so subscribe, and you can get all the goodies and hear our stories. Don't turn that dial. (laughs) Yeah, or stuff. Or just exit out of it. (laughs) I don't know. It's technology nowadays. It used to be don't switch that channel. Now you can't even do that no more. You have a computer do that for you. Go fix the antenna so you don't lose the reception. (laughs) They got robots working at McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) We want to thank you for listening. Have a good week. We'll be back next week. Peace later. I'ma tell it like it is.